to the Lake Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. All right, so today is Wednesday, 226 February 26, 2020. We played the New Orleans Pelicans last night, and man, was that a good game. Like, y'all see, I ain't bushing. I'm just jumping right into it. It was just such a good game. So, your boy LBJ dropped 40. Huh? 40. Okay. So that's his first 40-point game of the season, which is surprising to me. I just he he been in such a facilitator mode that he just we forget how great he is offensively. We forget how he can sometimes be unstoppable. And nobody can stop him when he has scoring as a mission in his head for whatever game it may be. Yesterday, that's what he had. He know he had to score, man. Um, 40 points for LBJ. He had a, a few highlight dunks. Um, one thing about the, his game yesterday, he had too many turnovers. But, you know, everybody don't have a perfect game. He still tried to be in facilitator mode and make sure everybody stay involved. Some of his passes were unforced, just really not, not good passes. But, hey, that's okay. He got the job done. And I'm not going to say he got the job done. The Lakers as a whole got the job done. But he primarily started to carry them, especially in the third quarter when he went on the 11-0 run by himself with back-to-back threes. Um, it was just exciting, y'all. It was exciting. It was it was a much-needed game for him because he's been so passive. He's just like, oh, I'm going to get everybody else involved. No, we need you sometimes, LeBron, to put your head down and, and score the ball because a lot of people can't stop you, bro. So continue doing what you're doing. So I'm happy for him in that 40-point game. They made this big thing of him versus Zion. Um, just all the hype around that. And I just, I don't know about that, guys. I don't. You, you shouldn't. They're on two different levels right now, okay? Zion, obviously, one, is a rookie. LBJ's a seasoned veteran championship MVP player, right? So why are we sitting here? I get it why the ratings, everything, everybody's trying to say he's like the next LBJ or whatever the case may be. But he's not there yet, okay? He's not there yet, and LeBron is not ready to give up his spot, especially not to a rookie. He's not going to do that right now. He has a championship aspiration this season. And I think he's, like I told y'all before, he had that look in his eye. His eyes were he's ready to go full throttle. So that's great for us Laker fans. That's bad for the rest of the league because he about to wreak havoc. And I, I told y'all he just had that look. And these past few games, y'all see what I'm talking about. 40 points here, like 30-something points the game before that. And then the game in Denver, he did his part. So um, this is the Brown, the Brown we like to see. I don't know if this is activation playoff mode or whatever fuck it is he call it. But um, it's fun to watch. So that's that on Bron. I want to jump to AD. Now, y'all, is AD hurt or not? Because I know that he was grabbing his, his shoulder, his wrist or elbow or whatever it was. And then in the post game, he was saying how he's fine. But these past few games, it seems like he's been so tentative, right? Like he just... He doesn't want to get banged up too much. He's not really going to the post a lot. I feel like he's settling for a lot of jumpers. He's not being as aggressive. And I'm wondering if there's some type of underlying nagging injury that he's going through, but he's playing through it. 
He's not saying it. He's like playing through it. And then I'm saying that we say, I say that because I feel like we can see it through his play, right? Why all of a sudden this drop off where he's not playing like AD, you know? But even in this time, I think the game versus the Celtics probably was one of his worst games. And he still dropped 32 points. That's how good he is, okay? Last night, now they had another off game of what he has, 21 points and 14 rebounds. That is the luxury of having Anthony Davis on your team. Good, bad, and ugly, he is a luxury, you know. Um, hopefully, I just, I don't know, y'all. I just think it's something going on there that's making him play the way he's playing, very tentative. Um, hopefully, he gets that che- uh, taken care of in the near future so that we go into the playoffs, everybody's. 100% locked in. Everybody is ready to go. My next guy, the Caruso. How about that block on Zoe? Man, Zoe, he looked kind of, he sat there on the floor and probably was like, damn. Damn, Caruso, why you, I thought we was boys. No, we enemies now. In between them lines, we ain't friends. There is no friends in between that 94 feet. Nope, none of that. So, um, great block on Zoe. Just yeah, it's just when Caruso comes in the game, I've seen on Twitter where Kendrick Perkins said he is a game changer. I am 100% in agreement with Perk on that. He changes the game. He changes the energy of the game, the momentum. Rondo came in, and we lost the lead. Kind of, you know, everything started to unravel. And we brought Caruso back in. We brought Braun back in, and we got back to where we were at. Um so Caruso needs to be the first person off the bench. Caruso needs to be the point guard behind LeBron, not Rondo. I'm not going to say that too many times because I am I sound like a broken record at this point, right? Take all of Rondo's minutes. Man, like, <laughs> first off the bench, his energy, his defense. Why? What does he have to do to get more minutes? I, I want to say... Now, Rondo had 12 minutes and Crusoe had 17. I know he closed the game out. Um, I want to look it up because I don't like – y'all know I like to fact check. I don't like to talk my shit. And you talking your shit and you just wrong the whole time. That's not me. I like to, you know, speak facts. That's what I do. I speak pure facts. I don't bullshit with nothing. So, um, Rondo played – Oh, he was a negative 17, a minus 17. He played 11 minutes. And Crusoe, exactly, I'm correct. Crusoe played 17 minutes. That is what we want to see. We probably want to see Crusoe get bumped up to probably like 20-something 20, 20 minutes um, to give Brown more of a rest. But when he comes in, again, he's a game changer. You know, him and Brown together, they have that connection. They have that chemistry that we need. Um, we need to keep building that. Rondo is going to be good to me in small, small sample sizes, spurts. And when he starts to fuck up, you got to be able to sit him down off the rip. Because, like, let's not front. He has his good games. He just had five steals against the um, Celtics. But, I mean, Caruso is where it's at. Caruso is just where we need to go. So, yeah, Markeith Morris, y'all. I like what I see out of that young man already, okay? His minutes was, you know, small sample size. I believe he played around 15 minutes. He had like four points or so, and that's fine. We're not even tripping on his stats at all. It's what he did that 
didn't show up on the stat sheet is how he was cutting. It's how he was moving without the ball. And not a lot of our players do that. A lot of our players get stagnant and want to keep watching LeBron or AD go to work instead of moving, right? We'll get a lot more easier baskets if while LeBron and AD is going to work, you backdoor cutting, right? You're you're moving without the basket. You you know, the, the defense could fall asleep on that because everybody's watching the ball. Everybody's ball hawking. While they ball hockey, you can creep behind and Brown going to find you. You know, AD going to find you. He's a great passer too. Um, and that's something I think that Morris is going to bring to our team for sure. You can just see that just right off the rip, how he just was cutting to the, the bucket. His first basket as a Laker was off of a cut. So he's definitely going to bring that aspect. I think the only other person that cuts pretty good, I think, is Kuz. Kuz be cutting too a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to think who else on the team cuts a lot. Yeah, I think Kuz does a lot. Danny don't. Danny had a good game too, though. Danny had a good game. He had like five threes, so he was shooting. And we had just said we needed more out of Danny Green. And, man, we must have spoke it up. But, um, yeah, I think Kuz and Morris is going to be the two that will cut a lot for our team. Morris more than Kuz, you know. Um, but I think he's a great – he's going to be a great addition, y'all, because he was playing tough defense. He even had a block. So, we need it, right? We need it. I don't mind it. You can't have too much defense. And I think that he will balance it out because he can shoot. He didn't – I don't think he made any jumpers yesterday, but he's just getting his feet wet. So, we're not going to hold that against him. That's not – that's not a big deal. Uh um, but he's going to be a great addition to our team. Um, I seen that, uh, was that on, I don't know what I was looking at. It might've been a game. Was it the game? I don't know. But they said that Deion Waiters and the Lakers will have a meeting on May, uh, March the 2nd. And they're probably going to look into bringing him onto the team. Now, with that being said, who do you guys think the Lakers will cut? Will it be Dudley? Will it be Quinn Cook? Will it be Troy Daniels? Because they already cut Cousins. So now it has to be one of them players. Who would I prefer for them to cut? Mm, that's hard. But then again, I kind of, I might lean towards Dudley if I had to. Because you, cause Morris can, you know, we don't need that many power forwards. Um, yeah, I... I I just like Quinn Cook and I like Troy Daniels. I think that if given more minutes, they can do something. When Troy Daniels in the game, you know, he was able to make a small impact. I think same thing with with Cook. He can, you know, he to me he can be a walking bucket. Sometimes we've seen him do this during this season. He just hasn't been playing much. Um, so I I think that we might go with Dudley. But I could be wrong, you know. I could be wrong. I think they may go with Troy or, or or Quinn. It could be one of them too. But I I don't know. I think it it might be Dudley. I don't know. Hit me up, y'all. Let me know who do y'all think the Lakers are gonna end up cutting if they sign Markeith. I mean not Markeith. Uh, Deion Waiters. So y'all know where to hit me up at, right? Hit me up on Twitter, R A E underscore G three three. Again, that's R-A-E underscore G33. Hit me up. Let me know what y'all think. Do y'all think, who do y'all think they're going to drop? Who do y'all think they should drop? And what do you guys think of us getting Deion Waiters? What does he bring 
to our team? What would be something he would bring? And then what is something that's a negative aspect to us dropping a player um, for him? Like, if he's a high-volume shooter and don't play defense, but we need the high-volume. You, you, you know, y'all know what I mean. Something like that. So if you do not have a Twitter, you can also hit me up on Facebook. And also you can hit me up on Instagram at Laker underscore Rim Pod. Again, that's Laker underscore Rim Pod. And like I said, just let me know what y'all think. I like to interact with y'all and, and ask y'all questions. And I need y'all to holler back at me, man. So that's going to be very interesting within the next few days. So we're going to have to keep our eyes open for that. And uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So Zion, pretty impressed, man. I was pretty impressed. I told y'all before that I don't, I didn't really have any thoughts on him because I didn't watch much of his game. Being able to watch a full game against my team, um, I was able to really zone in on what he was doing. He has a great first step. He's very re- relentless, and he can make free throws. Um, that's the first thing that came out, jumped out to me. I know he was getting turnovers a lot, but he's still getting his feet wet. It's like what his twelfth game. Um, so I think he's going to be pretty good. He's going to be a pretty good player. I don't think he's going to be a bust or anything like that. We just continue to let him work and, and get better. He had 29 points. You can't be mad at that. But who nobody's really paying mind to showing that man much love is Brandon Ingram. We knew what B.I. can do. We knew what B.I. could be. He was one of my favorite young Lakers when he was on our team. Sucks that he had to go. But, Hey, it's the price you pay when you want to get greatness in Anthony Davis. Um, B.I. dropped 34 points. He just made the game look so easy, y'all. And one thing I've noticed, too, is that the game slowed down for him because when he was with us, he was out of control a lot. He was just driving into just driving into a wall of defenders and just driving to a wall of traffic, and we're like, what are you doing, kid? So I think the game is starting to slow down for him, and he's able to – you know, find his spots and get to them quicker and easier. Like I said, just his jump shots just look effortlessly. And that's cool. I'm proud of him. Hopefully he continues to grow and get better. And that's what I expect to see out of B.I. So shout out to B.I. That was a that was a very, very good game. So all in all, that's going to do it for this episode of Lake Around Podcast. This is a short show. I just had to get them thoughts off my head. I already knew what I was going to talk to y'all about off the rip because it was just there. And these are things that stuck out to me. So, yep, holla at your girl on Twitter at R-A-E underscore G33. Again, that's R-A-E underscore G33. And I am out. Have a great day, y'all.